my old closet was enormous. And I remember how many times I went in there and just stared <laughs> at clothes, at this shirt and that shirt. And they were all different, but it was all the same. It was just a decision that I had to make. And, and no decision was better than the other, but you just froze up like, yeah. what do I do? And so I think at some point, you just kind of paint yourself into that corner of, I have now so many options that I can't make a decision. What if I told you that your life right now is worth noticing? This is the Attention Collection. I'm Anthony Garcia. Hi, friends. So this week is going to be a little different, but I'm excited because we have our very first guest on the podcast in the form of a co-host, my co-conspirator, my collaborator, Timothy Beeler is in the building. Tim, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, and it feels good to be here. It feels good to be uh, where all the magic happens for once. This is where the magic happens, man, and you're a part of the magic. Mm. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to do a series of episodes around the idea of enough. What is enough? How much is enough? How do you know you've had enough? And so you have some really good ideas for how we can incorporate this into our lives. And so we're going to kick this episode off. We're going to kick this series of episodes off with a challenge. So how did this first start coming to you? Well, I recently moved. And as many of you know, many of you have moved a number of times. It's the worst experience. <laughs> it's the worst. It is. In life. Um, but as we moved, we downsized significantly. And um, we found out that we had about a tenth of the closet space that we had. I didn't do the math on that specifically, but it feels like about a tenth of the closet space. And so in our master bedroom closet, there's enough room for me to have about six shirts. <laughs> right. And so... I had this whole big closet, and we had to figure out a way to condense it down. What are the things I use? I don't want to go to this downstairs, random, mothball-y basement closet to find my clothes all the time. Right. That sweater. Right. I go all the way down for that sweater. So I've, I just tried to figure out what are the things that I need on a daily basis, what makes the most sense, and put them in this slot that's smaller than an encyclopedia in my <laughs> closet. Yeah. So this is where it came from, this, this idea that now – Two months removed from that, I'm finding that I don't need all that stuff as much as I thought I did. Yes, it's nice to have, but the need certainly is greatly diminished. So it turns out you don't need all the space you thought you needed. Absolutely. Completely transformed it. Absolutely. And, and it's one of those things, you know, we'll expand to whatever container we have the opportunity to expand to. So when you change that container you change your mindset in a lot of ways. And so this was a big eye-opener for me in terms of, you know, what do I really need? And what are the things I had been spending my money on and my time on and thinking about? And, and now I have a chance to rework it. I mean, really out of necessity, but I'm finding a little bit of joy in it too. Yeah, I think like down the road from us a little ways, there's this old Kmart that has now been converted into a U-Haul center. 
And so you can rent a U-Haul to move, which I'm sure you had to do. But in front of the U-Haul center, there are just pods and pods and pods of storage units. Because not only do we have houses full of stuff, but we have storage containers that hold the stuff that the house can't hold because we might someday need that stuff. And so we have a container for whenever we decide we want to retrieve it for later. So what happens when you get rid of the container? What happens when your closet shrinks? What happens when you don't have all that cabinet space? Turns out you don't die. Turns yeah, amazingly. Out, turns out you survive, but then you actually realize you can do more with less. Yeah, and it, it, goes, it goes far beyond, like you're saying, it goes beyond my closet, obviously. It goes to my kitchen, and it goes to the toys my kids have, and it goes to the toys that I have. And, you know, there's really only so much time in a day, and how do you want to spend that time? And so it's this idea of what's enough just for your life in general. Yeah, why do we, why do we even wrestle with this idea? What is wrong with just having as much as we can have in as much space as we can have? Is it, is it a bad thing, or what do we learn with these experiences? You know, I think with, with anything, the consumption is probably not the problem, but at some point you realize that it's more than you certainly can use. It's more than you can certainly handle, and then it just becomes overbearing. So I, I remember, I'm, I'm literally thinking about this now, my old closet was enormous, and I remember how many times I went in there and just stared <laughs> at clothes, at this shirt and that shirt. And they were all different, but it was all the same. It was just a decision that I had to make. And, and no decision was better than the other, but you just froze up like, yeah. what do I do? And so I think at some point, you just kind of paint yourself into that corner of, I have now so many options that... I can't make a decision, or it's, it becomes a burden now to make a decision because of options. So that was, that was kind of the, the thing for us. Like, how do we just pare it down to be simpler in our life and, and find more joy through it and take away some of the things we didn't need to mess yeah. with? So over the course of the next few episodes, we're going to explore this idea in many ways. What does it look like for enough in our relationships and interactions with each other? What does it look like enough in terms of how we measure personal success? What is enough in terms of our input and our output? All of these things, but we want to kick it off with this idea of enough with a challenge, something tangible. A lot of times we can talk about these and it sounds theoretical and it's a nice too, but we really don't know how to put handles on it to, to get a grasp on how to incorporate this into our lives. And so you came across a challenge that you've kind of tweaked to fit this theme a little bit. So what is that? Yeah, so it's a, it's a clothing challenge, and, and there's been a lot of these going around, and mine is by no stretch of the imagination original, uh, but there's been 10 by 10 challenges, and, and they go by lots of names. But the idea is to, to pick X amount of articles of clothing over X amount of days, right, and then figure out, um, so you can do it for creativity, so you get more creative with your closet. You can do it to find out that you don't need as much stuff as you uh, have. You can do it for lots of different reasons. Um, so the idea that I had, and again, it's come out of this necessity of, well, really of laziness because I don't want to walk downstairs. <laughs> right. This, this necessity of the six square inches afforded me in my closet um, has caused me to, to really put it a step further and say, okay, now 
just because I don't want to walk downstairs, now I can't walk downstairs. Right. What are the things that I need on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? So the idea is a 20 by one challenge. So for one month, okay. the one, sure. you get 20 articles of clothing. 20 articles. So articles that's like, define for our listeners and frankly for me, what is an article of Pretty clothing? Pretty much anything except for underwear, Thank socks, Whew, okay. and a belt. Okay. So or, those are out. Yeah. Have as many pairs of underwear and socks please, as you need. And please. keep them, like rotate them. And I don't mean rotate them on your person. I mean wash them. Yes. Switch them out. Okay. Yes. Got yes. it. Roll them around in the washer. Yeah. I don't yeah. know where that was going. Spin cycle, whatever. So I've got 20 articles of clothing, which are shirts, pants. If that's what your thing is. Or skirts or dresses or whatever. Something preferably to cover some portion of the right. bottom half of your body. Cover a, a decent amount of flesh. Yes. So as not to scare hmm. people. Okay. So there will be children involved in your life. Jackets. Jackets, yes. Um, if I'm a, somebody who works in the corporate field, is this neckties or is this... You know, honestly, you can, you can get as rigid as you want with So I'm not going to... When I'm doing it, I, you know, I have a way that I'm going to do it. But I want to encourage people to do it in a way that, that makes sense for them. Sure. But also stretches you a little bit. So, you know, I've read somewhere, you know, ladies, handbags and jewelry and all that stuff, that's They're a free-for-all. Yeah. As much as you want of that stuff. Shoes, as much as you want of that stuff. Accessories but, not included. You know, if, yeah. if that's your thing, that's cool. The whole idea is that you're stretching yourself to see what you could do without. Okay. 20 articles for one month, and we're going to do this over the month of March. Month of March. And we haven't done this yet, so let's just predict the future. What do you think I'm going to find within myself, for myself, about myself at the end of the next month? I think at the end of the next month, what we're going to find is the same thing that I found to this point, two months in. And not doing this challenge specifically, but two months in. Right. Of severely repressed <laughs> clothing situation. Yes, yes. Um, that I spend less time looking for something to wear. Okay, so more bandwidth. I, don't I have enjoy. To think about that. I enjoy my clothing just as much. And I, I, since I'm not stylish at all, I continue to look not stylish. Right. So, so nothing uh, has changed. Nobody's... Essentially, nothing has changed in my life except for I spend less time looking for clothes, less time thinking about my clothes, and less money. Now, I don't know if this is true, but there's that apocryphal story of S Steve Jobs and all these other C CEOs who they forced themselves to wear turtlenecks and ugly acid wash jeans because they didn't have to think about that. That was a category of their mind that yes. they could shut up. They could focus that on their creative endeavors or their other outputs so they didn't have to think about that. So this is one side effect of this. One I, less decision. One less decision to make in the day. Absolutely. Okay. So that's good. So what else might I expect to, to find from this? I think you'll expect to find a little bit of freedom because I think with all of this stuff, you know, you mentioned an ugly turtleneck and all this. There, there is that pressure every day to look a certain way, sure. to fit in, to you know, wear the right garb, all this kind of stuff. I think when you start putting that away and you start saying, this is who I am, these 
20 articles of clothing represent me sure. as a person, then you're no longer, you know, feel forced to play the game. What about the person who's worried that, oh, I'm limiting my wardrobe now. Maybe I'm someone who was fashion forward, super stylish, and I'm known for the things I put together. What if now all of a sudden I've limited my wardrobe so much that now people are noticing that I'm super limited? I think that's actually an opportunity for a conversation. Oh, okay. So we wear the things we wear to express who we are. Right. Oftentimes. Sometimes we're forced to wear because we haven't done laundry in a month or you know, budget constraints or whatever the thing is. But I think for the most part, we choose our clothing. Mm-hmm. And we want our clothing to say something about us. Sure. I'm the kind of guy who wears a plaid flannel shirt. Rocking at all it. Times. Rocking it well, too. And that says something about me versus sure. Anthony with shoes that are very nice <laughs> at all times. So these things say something about it. So when you change that and all yeah. of a sudden you look drastically different or you just have a different style now and people do notice that, I do think that's an opportunity to say, well, this is why I'm doing that because I want to discover something about myself. And I'm guessing what will probably be the epiphany is that people aren't paying attention as much as we think mm. they are to what we're wearing and what we're doing. I guarantee there's going to be a good number of us who take this challenge who have to field none of these questions. Nobody's even realizing that we're wearing the same shirt. I know. am in a shirt right now that I have worn no less than six times in the last 12 days. And no one has said anything. And honestly... And they may never say anything, even if they've noticed. (laughs) As you've said that, it hasn't occurred to me that you've worn that shirt that often, so... And it has not been washed in that stretch of time. Okay, so mental bandwidth. I don't have to think about it. Number two, it might open the door for conversations and bring other people into this. Can you think of any other benefits I might have from this 20 by 1 practice? I think it'll change the way we see ourselves. Interesting. A lot of our life we go through without really thinking about it. We just do the thing, right? And there's some thought involved in it, but there's no, there's no back-end perspective. I'm doing this because. And so I think this kind of challenge opens the door to that kind of thinking. I buy these kind of clothes, or I have this amount of clothes, or I do this with my money or my time or whatever because. And then the because eventually affects who we are as people. When we analyze our decisions, we become intentional about our decisions and what we do with our time and our money and all these things, we can really start to shift our entire life. We get to see life in a new way. You know, it, it hits me as we have this conversation how on some level ridiculous this conversation is. That there are so many people on this planet who wouldn't even think to talk about this because they don't have closets jam-packed full of clothes. They don't have, like me, piles of shoes stacked up in the bottom of the closet. They're lucky to have a sturdy pair of shoes and a couple of things to wear. And I don't want to get too, like, I don't want to rain on anyone's parade, but it is interesting the place of privilege from which most of the people listening to this podcast and the people talking on it currently come from. And so maybe this is also going to be an exploration in how fortunate most of us are, how much we have that we don't need, 
how much we have that we take for granted. If nothing else, we will approach our closets after this challenge probably a lot more mindfully and probably with a lot more gratitude. And we might end up saving money because we realize we don't need to shop as much as we did before the challenge. Yeah. I think it's definitely an opportunity for gratitude. You know, I did hear, I did hear one person speak on that. And, and I know this is not where you were going with it, but they were talking about how going for whatever their time frame was with whatever amount of clothing, they, they felt empathy for people in a third world country. I think that's shameful to say. Right. Because at the end of the day, I could choose to go back to the rest of my closet. I could choose to go to the store. So I don't think there's an opportunity for empathy there. But I think there is an opportunity to recognize. This is like in college, we slept out one night in a cardboard box to raise homeless awareness. Right. But I didn't. I couldn't self-identify with a homeless person because one night I chose to sleep in a cardboard box as opposed I could have walked in the, my house any, any moment I wanted. Right. But I do think you're right. I think it helps us to realize how fortunate we are. And there's an opportunity for gratitude there. There's an opportunity to see the world slightly differently. So for the month of March, 20 articles of clothing, belts, shoes, accessories, not included, but 20 articles of clothing. And so here's what we're going to do. This is going to kick off our series on Enough. But throughout the month, we'll be on Facebook, we'll be on Instagram, we'll keep this alive. Maybe we'll show our 20. I don't know. Maybe we'll show the 20. We'll do, we'll do some, daily, uh, some daily story shoots in the Instagram. You know, you can see me in the same shirt for, you know, 13 days out of the month. Hashtag show your 20. Show, I don't know if that's a thing. Show your 20. But it is now. It is. It should be. And... Let's make this a community thing. Let's see how we do, see how challenging this is for some, maybe see how surprising it is. Maybe some of you listening to this think this is an impossible feat, and, you know, seven days in, t- ten days in, you realize, wow, this is a lot easier than I thought. But I think if it keeps the conversation alive, I think we can learn some things about ourselves and each other. And it's this idea of embodying a concept. We can talk about having enough and appreciating what we have. We can hypothesize all day about how we would respond to that. But this is something where we can get a little skin in the game. And it's not asking that much. It's just a little bit. So we hope you'll jump on board with this challenge. We are going to do it. We're excited about it. So I think on, uh, on the days leading up, to the beginning of March, so like this next week, uh, we're going to be posting some stuff on Instagram, we're going to post, you know, some information on the challenge, there's going to be the guidelines, there's going to be some stuff on what the challenge is about, why we're doing all that kind of stuff, so it might might help you get more in the spirit, check out our Instagram account, and, uh, and see some of those posts, respond to them, let's start the conversation right now. Yeah, and while you're at it, I know one thing that helps people do challenges is accountability. So bring some friends along on this. You know, share this idea with some friends, get a group going and see how many people we can get doing this. Obviously, we didn't create this. We didn't invent this. There are a lot of people thinking along these lines. And a lot of people have made some pretty radical changes as a result of challenges like this. We're not expecting that. We're not saying you will. But if anything else, it might change our perspectives on what it means to have enough. So as always, Your life is worth noticing, 
if you lean in a little bit, it's all in the art of paying attention. Thank you, Tim, for being the first guest on the Attention Collection podcast. I am finally number one. <laughs> it has happened. This is, your, this is your year. Own it. All right. Until next time. So if after this episode you just can't get enough, I'm sorry, that was horrible. Anyhow, share this with somebody, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, join us on Facebook and on Instagram. Let's keep this conversation going as we begin this challenge or just to come hang out and say hi until next week.